Hey everyone, Erna is here. Samili and I are so excited to bring y'all a very special edition of the Workroom Podcast. We had the amazing opportunity to sit with former Project Runway cast member, Majing Wang. So for those of you who have been listening to us for a while, you already know that Majing is one of our favorites from season 15. First of all, he's from Philly and Philly is basically in the origin story of the Workroom Podcast. But Majing also exuded this extremely warm and hilarious attitude that we really enjoyed. And turns out he's like that in real life. Yeah. So he was extremely kind to sit and talk with us about his experience on the show, his life as an artist and designer, and his growing fashion business. He also dropped some behind the scenes intel that, of course, Samili and I are always there for. So yeah, with that, (laughs) let's get to Majing Wang. Hi, but I don't, do you guys see me? Yes, I can okay, see yay. you. Hi. Hey. <laughs> yay. Oh my goodness. Okay. How you doing? We're good. How are you? I'm so glad we we're able to make this work. <laughs> yes. I'm doing I'm doing really good. I'm a little tired from working like a dog, but you oh know. Oh my goodness. You got to make you got to accomplish those goals, so sometimes uh, you yeah. got to wait. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about what what are you working on? Can you share a little bit? With- yeah, um, well, right now I'm working with, I just got an opportunity to show for New York Fashion Week, mm-hmm. September the 10th. So I'm working on my, it just came at a good time because I'm working on my new collection for the fall. Mm-hmm. I'm, I do think it's a little different from the industry. You know, each season they show like a season ahead. Mm-hmm. Since I'm a small company and my my my, uh, my clothing is online based, I do the season we're in right now. Oh, okay. So I'm currently working on my fall winter collection. So um, I'm getting that together now. And then the opportunity to show during Fashion Week came maybe about two weeks ago. Okay. So now I'm like really scrambling to get it done, along with a few bookings I have coming up. I'm just like really excited about the opportunities that come my way. I'm starting to be able to, like I was telling you lady before, I'm able to brand Munjing as Munjing, and I'm a designer as well. Versus people knowing my clothing more than they know me. Mm-hmm. Like prior to I went on the show, um, I had like I said before I had been working to do to um, establish a name for myself. Mm-hmm. But I think I had to slow it down in order for me to get on the show because they had been asking me for a while to do it. Yeah. Since like maybe season twelve or thirteen, okay. they had been like found. I didn't found my email. And was like, hey, can you audition? Audition. And I was like, yeah. And then it just worked out. Last time I ended up on the show. That's so interesting. So they they reached out to you originally, yeah, and to encourage you to do that. um, Yes, my fiance was was pregnant with our daughter in 2012, Mm -hmm. and I remember she just had her. And I got an email that asked me to audition. So I sent my um, audition taping, but I sent it in the day before they closed it out. Right. And then they asked me to come to New York for the open call. But I said, you know what? I just got a new baby. I said, I think maybe I should just mm-hmm. not even do it. My, I had already started dressing celebrities. I was like, well, shoot, I'm already making my way. Right. If it's meant to happen again, then a line to happen again. Fast forward to me about 2000. They called me again in 2013. I, did, I went to the open casting. The, um, they put the camera on me and everything, mm-hmm. but I didn't get it. Season 14 came around, and they actually had me sign paperwork and everything. And I went to New York for Open Cast Call, made it to the second round, and they didn't pick me again. And I was like, why y'all keep asking me to try out? Yeah, so they'll call you, me. and then they'll come in, and then... So, which is interesting to me, that they're reaching out to you. They're essentially, uh, like, you know soliciting you because they, they think yes. you're talented or they know of you and they understand that you would be good on the show. That's really interesting right. that even after you get that far. far. So what did, I think can, what did that I, feel like? I'm just really curious. Oh, well, I mean, to be honest with you, it really had me confused. I mean, around the time when, um, when my daughter was born, my mm-hmm. grandmother had passed away. So I already was kind of dealing with this, like, I had love for fashion, but because she introduced me to fashion, it was like this struggle with mm-hmm. the industry. And um, each time the show would ask me to, to, to try out, I would kind of like, why y'all keep telling me to do it, but you're right. not picking me. But I had to understand that it's like a puzzle piece because this show is really mapped off of characters okay. alongside talent. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they're producing a TV show. And sometimes some characters, they don't know what they're going to get 
out of each right. one of us, you know. But they try and make a um a good harmony of mm-hmm. people together for the uh, the cast. Yeah. So um I think season the season thirteen I'm kind of like you know what okay I didn't get it season fourteen was the one where actually won. I said well mm-hmm. you know what they had already you know. Um, you, you guys watch the show. Yeah. There's never actually more than two African Americans on the franchise I in was general. Just so, ask you that. I mean, the fact that you know, uh, I was like, well, if I don't make it, only usually is either one or two black people, if not maybe, maybe three. Mm-hmm. So when I auditioned, I said, listen, I'm already got a lot going against me. I'm straight. I'm black. I, my 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 name is Munjin Wong. It doesn't match who I who would I look like. So I have a few things that are fighting against me. Then again, it makes me special. So mm-hmm. if they choose me, if it's in a, if it's in a car, the Lord has it in his hand for me to go on the show. I go on the show. Right. And then season fifteen. Okay, so because I I feel like you know things happen for a reason. You know whether we yes. like it or not. Because one of the things that what that stood out to us about your season was just how diverse it was. And also the camaraderie between the designers and one of our, so we have a friend who comes onto the show, um, onto our podcast and guests with us. And he pointed out, it's like, you know what? I think it has to do with the amount of black designers there are because your relationship with, for instance, Tasha, um, you know, you're, you guys had a really wonderful back and forth and you seem to encourage each other throughout the show. And I feel like there's some type of familiarity there that we, you know, you just didn't, weren't going to get the other seasons. So, um, have, did you ever look at seasons, the, the seasons before that you were, you could have been cast on? Did you ever feel as if, you know, it's you, you're just kind of glad that you weren't on that season? Yeah, you know what? I guess that's why I know I said um, the kind of personality I have is naturally giving. Mm-hmm. I'm always giving advice. I'm all, and actually, I did that a lot throughout the entire time I was there. They didn't show every time I did it, but even in the first episode. With Natalia, I gave her word of advice because she seemed very lost and very mm-hmm. stumped. You know, um, I have a sense of pride about me. So a lot of people, of course, none of us have seen each other's work prior to filming the show. So we all coming in with blind eyes and we're judging each other based upon what we see. Mm-hmm. So I always try to, you know, give my word of advice, but knowing it's a competition, but I always feel like what's for me is for me. So I always naturally had that. I'm kind of glad I was on this season because we all kind of was like really helpful in the workroom, and that was something that Tim pointed out. Listen, you guys are really helpful. You guys, yeah. you guys are really. Um, I we always were quiet for the most part. It wasn't too much commotion unless we were laughing. It actually wasn't that drama filled as yeah, much as they were trying. Yeah, we got along. A lot of us got along really, really well. And if it was any differences, I mean, with me, I not even expressing because I was I was there on a mission so I didn't really want to spend too much time you know disagreeing with people I wanted to really soak up the I wanted to soak up the I didn't want to get home and say oh I mean they may or may not call all of us for all stars so you may only have this one season mm-hmm. experience do you really want to waste the argument with people to make a name for yourself and then be ultimately embarrassed when it, it airs on TV <laughs> <laughs> so now, some I, people I don't like that <laughs> How, so how much uh, do you feel that your background comes through in your work? Like, how much of yourself do you inject in your designs? And how much do you... A lot of it. I just... You know what? Um, I started off wanting to be a cartoonist when I was a kid. Mm. So if you look back on my portfolio or my body of work through, I guess, social media, or you may Google me, you have a sense of superhero-ness and the color blocking, the style lines, stuff like that. That's because I wanted to be a cartoonist. So I try and infuse that into things that I do, mm-hmm. you know? And then, and then, of course, you know, denim is something I love. So I think it's, um, I put a lot of myself into my designs. I always like a lady to look sexy and confident mm-hmm. without looking too sleazy, in yeah. a sense. Um, I like uh, to create things that a lady can have in her wardrobe for a very long time and they're standout pieces. So I put a lot of myself into my, my work a lot. But another thing I wanted to add in earlier, I don't want to jump all over the place. That's all right. You can go wherever. They you actually go. called. They they called me and told me. That first, they told me I got it right. Uh huh. Then I did it. I did the email, and I emailed them back. I'm like, okay, well, I'll try again next year. And then they called me a week later and said, hey, the window's not closed. We want you to come out. And then I left that next Friday. So they play a lot of mind games with me. That's why when I got there, I was so like, 
Wow. People were like, now people that makes normally sense. was like, but like, Gene, why sense. were you so timid? And I'm like, well, because I didn't know I was going to freaking beat it. Like, I, I, I was yeah, like, I'm replaying the episodes in my mind. You see yeah. me like real timid. I'm like, well, you know, and also you were the last one there, I think. I, cause I rewatched that, that season. You were the first really that they like showed in the clip. You know, we have the, the portion where you're walking out of the yeah. You were the first. That they, they, they featured. Yes. But then at the party, yes. you were the last one there and you had your when mug walk in. because they didn't have any yep. slept yes. no glasses. <laughs> because listen, <laughs> I think I think what they wanted me to because I think they wanted me to be like really loud when I walked in. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I look think about the season of how production works, I think they thought that I was gonna be the more louder individual, which I was loud my own way. They thought I was gonna walk in and say, "Hey, y'all, next mm-hmm. one, Z. And I said, "Oh no, this is a challenge." I had, I just thought that I said, "This gonna be a challenge." Let me walk in and go out this room. So I walked in quiet. Mm-hmm. No one even knew I was in the room. I walked in, looked like everything, my and then I, let's let's yeah, it. and yeah. then I started acting. Then I started acting silly, and you know, I was like, "Oh my God, there's no more cheer paint glass." I had to use a mug. I'm like, <laughs> and I really did. I had to open up my own bottle of cheer paint, pour it into a mug, and I'm walking around like, <laughs> everybody was on to the party. Oh man. Because that's one Man. of the things I think is so interesting wow. because you're, I mean, just in general, you know, because we both loved your season. And when we started this podcast, it was oh, because thank you. of the All-Star seasons before your season aired. And one of the things that wow. really inspired us to do it is because we're such fans of Dom, who's also a Philly-based right. designer. from Philly. And so we so met in Philly, We actually. met, yeah, exactly. So we, we yeah. both wow. lived in Philly. And we oh. had, you know, Project Runway sleepovers and you know, kind yeah. of had our own little events around it, even though, so Similia's in Memphis and I'm in Brooklyn, and but we still have, you know, this connection that with connection. the show. And so when you came on, and you're also from Philly, and Similia and I were like, hmm, there is something about designers from Philadelphia. Like, it really reminds us of what we, you know, the, the things that we originally loved about the show. And right. another thing that we really liked about your season, especially, is, you know, you... You and Dom are very different, of course. Like, your aesthetics are different. Yeah. Nothing, we wouldn't say that it's like, oh, this is what Philly designers look like, or this is what Philly designers right. produce. You, of course, you have your own aesthetic. But mm-hmm. um, in general, just, just your sensibility about things was wonderful. Right. And one of the, because mm-hmm. what sticks in my mind is the, the print challenge. Um, when you, you made your print, and there's a, a part in the show where you guys are all getting your prints in, but you're you're slow dancing with your prints. Like you're you're just like slow <laughs> love dancing with your prints. I did. Yeah, like, you know what? That's, that, that's what it, I think Philadelphia, we're so enriched in the arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're really into the art scene in Philadelphia, you can be so free and, and extreme or minimalist as you want to, and everyone loves it. It's like, you know, there's a mutual respect for art in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with being introduced to that with my mother being in the music industry. So, like, I really had so much fun with that challenge. And I really was, they were like, oh, I don't know how to make baby suits. And I'm like, well, I made baby suits really good times, so I should do really good on this one. <laughs> and I had so much fun. Look, then I went into the room and I went, I said, I'm me a snack. And when I went in that room, the pear was shaped like a booty. And I said, look at this pear. <laughs> I said, this pear is the perfect Like, look at this. Oh, my goodness. Everything and they, and they caught me, like, singing it. They caught me singing <laughs> booty or something like that. I was like, yo. <laughs> I had so much fun with that challenge. And then Heidi told me, um, she told me, I'm going to give you a little tidbit on this one. Okay. When we did our critiques, right, Heidi walked up to me and loved my bathing suit. You know In what? fact, she raved about my bathing suit, but then but, all of a sudden she was like, "This look, denim. Uh, <laughs> this is really hard." And then started going wow. in, and then she just said, "If it was up to me, you would have went home last week." It silenced the room. What? <laughs> so she flipped. She completely flipped. Oh. Oh. I said, Heidi, home. I said, you wouldn't have sent me home, Heidi. After the first two challenges, I made a wearable unconventional, a, a, a universal uh, vest. Like, why I'm going to go home? I felt so good. I was like, oh, this is for TV. I could tell. Interesting. I could tell already. I said, it, it, it literally, it went like, that's like a smile right there. And he saying, I'm hanging up. I just <laughs> hang up. Like, what, why, why, where did that come from? Like, it's bipolar. 
I'm like, oh, they, they said something to her, you her know, ear. Exactly. Because we always wonder what portion of the show is dictated by the producer cuts, you know, and, and I think, you know, we're, we're watching this new season and the first runway, of course, is always the, the, the see what you're made of and see how you right. um, survive in this environment and who can, you know, kind of swim in this weird time crunch in this, this strange, strange way of making work in general. And we kind of mm-hmm. know that, you know, we always pick our top threes because they're not going to be the ones that they're generally picking. And especially mm-hmm. with this storyline. Exactly. Especially with this yeah. season. Um, and so, Samelia, I haven't talked about this past episode. So we're not, yeah. I'm not sure if, mm-hmm. you're, if, you, if you even have time to watch the show. No, I, did, I actually, I, I missed the first episode. I just seen bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But I did see that. The, I, for, I don't know how to pronounce I forgot his name. But the, the dad. The, oh, Deontay. The dad. Oh yeah, yeah I can say mm-hmm. his his child was born last the, the day that the ship show premiered. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so wasn't that amazing? I was like, oh wow. Yeah. I said, oh, they have a they have a black dad now. Yeah. Yeah. They never had that before outside of me. I said, like, that's amazing. And, I know. One. and he's straight. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was you know I was really happy. I I, I didn't want to really write too much on his social media. Just because I'm not really like that kind of, I, I like that. Just say congratulations. Mm-hmm. But when I meet him, we supposed to all get together mm-hmm. on the eighth for the runway show for Friday Runway, and I have a conversation with him. And tell him I really, I think it's amazing that uh, us Black African American men, strong men, take care of our families, are represented on TV because yeah. they next to never show that, yeah. especially on a predominantly white network. It just right. doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Right. And it's also so, one of those um, things where I'm, yeah. I'm glad that they're not making it as, as such a big deal when you do have straight men on the show. Cause that used to be one of their tropes before. Yeah. Have yeah, guy yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I was like, Oh, okay. Do we have to really point out the fact that every time? Yeah. yeah and also time. are you, are you the token, you know, how they have like a couple of designers of color and they have someone who's yeah. in their forties and it's like, Oh, are you, you know, fulfilling that one quota for straight? Why can't you just be a really why, good why designer? Why can't just be? Because I, I never went in there saying, "Oh, because I'm straight." I mm-hmm. went in there being myself. I mean, I'm, a, I was, I'm, I come from a household raised by three ladies, mm-hmm. so I have some of a, a, a sensitive side. That's why it was able to come through on TV. But I didn't become as sensitive to my daughter. Didn't want to be too far with her. I think she softened me up a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean. I tried. I don't be like there were type of the token black dude on the show. Yeah. I didn't want to be that, you know. So I tried to. I was very mindful of every, almost everything I did, even down to the reunion when we did the reunion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I let loose a little bit, but I really held back a lot, and I only really let loose because I felt like no one in the room was taking up for me when they knew what I was saying was mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of, you know, I think I found that happening to me. A lot. It was a lot. It was a few things that happened behind the scenes that I felt like wasn't always fair. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, and it's not even with production, just the cast. But mm-hmm. I, overall, I think I've made a lot of really good friends good. that I talk to. I still communicate. Alex, Linda, uh, Carnugas. Me and him talk. Me and Carnugas talk on the phone all the time. Tasha, oh, nice. uh, um, Lawrence. I still talk. I mean, I don't talk to. I haven't had a phone conversation with Jenny, but mm-hmm. all of us. Communicate to social media. Yeah, I mean, yeah. me and Natalia not as much, but I seen her recently in Baltimore. No, not Baltimore, Boston. Okay. Back in earlier this year, so you know. Yeah. So you mentioned being raised by three women. Now, what were some of your earliest experiences with sewing and design? Okay. Uh. Well, I got the sewing part came from my grandmother. My aunt knows how to sew. She Never seen so I want to. I want one. I want one. Remember, um, Michael Jackson used to have those little caps he used to wear back in like the seventies. Uh-huh. I said, "Grandma, I want to make me one of those caps." And she said, "We can make one." And we got the new circular. We got some old scraps of jean. That's how my love for denim started. And then we made my first hat. And I sold it by hand. I never forget. I didn't use a thimble, so my fingers were really like I had like little sores. Mm-hmm. And then my so my grandmother was the one that really introduced me to fashion. In terms of just the, the making of patterns. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into a business where I would make skirts for girls in school. Like, cut the jean open, put the fabric ah, in between. I was yeah. sold by hand $17 a pop. I was in Catholic school doing that. Ah. I didn't realize that was me being an entrepreneur. And so I go, oh, I see. I told you, I said, babe, I was an entrepreneur at like 11 years old. Like, 
I was like, really? And I never realized it until I got older. Like, wow, you know, I was just, the Lord just, he built me to do this. Just naturally happened mm-hmm. for me. So I remember um, I was in the back room of my house. I grew up in West Philadelphia. We have a three-story house. And I went <laughs> in the back room and I found like pieces of um, cloth mm-hmm. that my grandmother had in stacks for a quilt. And some of them she actually started, you know, piecing together. And I said, I wonder what this is. And then that's how it snowballed him to act to her. And then, you know, and I taught myself how to sew on a machine. I had a Kenmore machine mm-hmm. my mother bought me for Christmas. Was it Christmas or was it just... No, it wasn't even Christmas. One day we got a Saturday morning. She was on, wasn't on tour. We went to Sears in Philadelphia. And she bought me a Kenmore sewing machine. And I had this sewing machine up until I was about maybe 25 years old. And I got rid of it when I... I got and I got rid of. It. I had it for a long time. I sold through my fingers and yeah. everything, but I learned. I uh, learned how to sew. That's amazing. I learned how to sew. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Wait, so mm-hmm. how? Wait, how old were you again when you got had that got that sewing machine? Just want to put the year I was, knowledge on it. I was. Was I eleven? I was twelve. I started hand sewing when I was eleven. My mother mm-hmm. bought my first sewing machine when I was twelve. So about a year later, wow. she she realized that was something. I, but I, it was still wasn't really. Uh, um, it was more like a, a hobby because mm-hmm. I was I was good with drawing and cartooning and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. when I worked with my jeans for too long, I used to be really chubby when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And when I lost weight, I had like you know alter my jeans, alter like you know waist and stuff like that. And then. Um, I, I still I still feel like I fell into fashion still. I never took it serious until I got in college. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to use I, I moved to New York when I was 18 years old to pursue acting and modeling. I lost all this weight. I was determined. Whoa, I was gonna, you're I was you're really, dedicated. I said, I'm going to really make it. I'm going to make it. And I went to New York City with a dream and I ended up back in Philly about two months like, yo, yo, all right. Sounds about right. Hard, yeah. Wait, so what, did that happen? Did that have anything to do with your practical approach to your education? Because we, like, and I said in in the questions we sent, because we know, um, and I've seen you talk about your background before when you started at the Art Institute, and you were originally Mm. there for marketing, which seems very practical in kind of like a like a quote unquote real job track. Yeah. So, so you changed to design. Is that what happened to the design major? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. what was that? What was that transition like? Because I'm just saying, you're going from something that's kind of solid to something else. But like, what what drew you to to actual um, design major? See, see, what happened was I was I was in marketing. See, I was in the beginning of the um, program of marketing. Mm -hmm. So fashion design and marketing had a lot of similar classes. Just I didn't have any sewing classes. And um, I really just was like, I don't want to be a marketer. I want to really be creative. But can I make money doing this? Mm-hmm. How can I support myself? I don't know. My mother didn't know because she's an entertainer. She don't know about the fashion industry except for being styled. So my teacher, Ms. Ena Smith, uh, we had a show and tell in school. I brought our designs. And she said, you have a, a talent, Manjin. You should not be in marketing. And I said, you sure? Mm-hmm. And she said, you are wasting your time. You need to be a designer. And that day I went to the office and I switched mm-hmm. over to design, got kit, and I started that following week taking design classes. Wow. I actually tested out of a middle sewing because I already knew how to sew. And then literally I was at the top of the class. Wow. In every in every class I took, I would I mean of course you know, of course of course when that comes negativity, but it was way more and I actually interned for Zach Posen my last year of college. Mm-hmm. He actually tried to act like he didn't know who I was. That's what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> yeah, he did. Wanted he to ask tried you. to act like he didn't know what, who so, I was. Okay, so because what yeah, was that he knew like? Who I was. What was that like? It was. I told people. I said, "Oh, I interned for Zach Posen," and they didn't believe me. And I said, "Watch this. Can I curse? Yeah, you can. Explicit. <laughs> okay, yeah, as said, explicit as you want." Oh, uh, I said, "Watch <laughs> this shit." I said, "You watch this shit." And we went to that <laughs> cocktail party, and we sat there. I said, "I made sure I sat in the exact ass." And I sat there and I said, hey, Zach, I said, how you been doing? He said, I said, so how's Aaron? How's Sue? These are the people who work in his office. He was like, they're doing, they're, yeah, don't act like you don't know. You know who the hell I am. <laughs> you see me almost every day. Like, come on. <laughs> One time he asked me, he used to ask me, 
he was very, very nice. He used to ask me, like, okay, do I have any assignments? You know, they wanted me to do an exclusive pattern making internship, oh. but I couldn't because I was in school. So I would just fix patterns and do computer work while I was there throughout the week. But um, one time, even uh, actually, I think actually the cat ride. He was very, very, very polite. Uh-huh. Um, this when he gave me the try back the film uh building in New York City mm-hmm. before they moved. He told me they moved, and that's when he broke down a little small wall because he knows that they were listening to what we were saying, and he hurried up to kind of switch it up a little bit, <laughs> and, and like he didn't know. Like I guess, I guess a lot of it had to do with the it had to do with the fact that even the day they wanted to see bias. Okay. Right. He okay. never actually he never actually gave me a bet. He never actually gave me a bad critique. I, even yeah. when I was on the bottom, even when I was on the bottom, um, that time for the black light challenge, and mm-hmm. mind you, that was the third dress I actually did because the first dress, I never, if you really watch the episode again, the dress was never, it didn't even have a zipper in it. Because it was actually a good design. Yeah. And it, I feel like if I wouldn't have let everything around me get to my mm-hmm. brain, but they let me choose my daughter. There right. was so much happening. I think if I would have stuck with that design, I would have been on the top. Because I almost felt like they wanted me to push through the, and, and the adversity and be on top and right. not fail. Yeah. Because I don't think they was ever going to send me home. Because, you know, and honestly, I think, because, you know, we love the show. Because I, th- I think about that challenge because, especially we're looking through... And, you know, and even what you're making today with your, with your collection, some of it's mm-hmm. reminiscent of that design, that, that, that like denim white lace wedding dress or wedding yes. dress that you were making. And I remember yes. thinking it's so weird because, you know, we've seen so many episodes that critique from Tim just seemed out of touch in a way. And I'm like, I don't, it didn't make any sense for him to tell you to start all over again. And also, we were scared that 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 week because I was like, okay, he's crying a lot. Uh, I, I thought I was. He called I I home. Was it's like all Listen, the signs. Like, what's Ta- going to happen? I told Tasha. I said, "Girl, I came back. I said, girl, it was nice knowing you.' And now I got to get together my plan because episode three I'm going home, so I got to figure out what I'm going to do to make a splash because it might be over for me." And she said, "Don't." She said, "No, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that." And I said. That's when I said her brain was like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm, I just felt like, Gene, what are you doing? Like, this is not you. I never fall under pressure. I've been conscious about celebrities that act to make stuff in less than 24 hours yeah. and I bang it out right then and there. What am I doing? But what happened was when Tim walked over to me, okay, me and Carton Lucas had a little issue mm-hmm. from episode one that they didn't really highlight because I felt like he took it to a little, little, he didn't was take it, it too far. Was it that flower he, incident when you, you stripped those flowers out of the He got them, because what happened he was got we filmed real, that scene. Sure he got we, we, yeah, he did. We filmed that scene three times. <laughs> so, so, so by the third, so by the third, now mind you, now that one time I grabbed him, the time I grabbed him was the only time I grabbed him, but once we go, watch that go from different angles, you already know I'm going to grab the flowers. Right. So when he got them, I just was trying to get any of them because he wanted all of them but I later went to apologize and say you know that's not my character I'm mm-hmm. sorry here go the flowers I'm not even going to use them mm-hmm. and then you know he had his little words and whatnot. so I think they probably so they put us together yeah. in that episode so I think they probably thought it would be a little spicy but I had already made up with him so it wasn't a big deal right, right. but he, when Tim walked over to me he said to me he was like um hmm this just doesn't look like it has good, it doesn't look like you. And I'm like, well, how the hell you know what, what me look like when I'll, you haven't even seen much of me? Also it's it only like third you. episode. <laughs> I'm a hollers and that look like me, you but you see my portfolio. What are you talking about? And then he said, the lines don't match. I mean, he was coming at me so roughly. Wow. The room was like silent. And I was like, oh my God, am I being fried? Huh. The first two critiques I had from Tim, he praised me where everyone was like, oh, you know, and yeah. it's like I'm being teared down. Yeah. But when he told me to start over, him and one of the producers, am I even allowed to say this? Look, him and one of the producers here, <laughs> him and one of the producers was standing in the front and he said, I think he said, why is he starting over? Oh. so But I didn't realize that he already got into it. That he actually, I, oh, he might have been questioning, because it seemed like he was like, like, because like, so like, you told me to and I'm scared and so I don't want to go home. So for some reason, did that seem, you know, because it seems confusing. Did you do you think that you received it a certain way? Because it did seem as if he was telling you to start over. It sounded yeah, like I that. Think, 
or do I you feel like it was I, his perception? I think that he was. I think that he was challenging to see if I was going to stick and stay true to my uh, original design. Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, you know sometimes because it happens, second guessing stuff happens a lot yeah. in the industry, and that's something I, I, I saw something that I didn't really suffer with until once I did the show. Mm-hmm. So the show actually was. I mean, I didn't win. And when I told my one, it was so many different things I realized about myself that I didn't know I had inside of me that I wanted to strengthen, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a mental challenge. And when I was on stage, I had... Okay, remember on Fifth Element when the, when the opera singer was singing and uh-huh. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I told them that my dress, the inspiration of it glowing and the imprint of it was supposed to have been like that movie, that in Ellie. Remember mm-hmm. when they're like, it had like almost like glowing shapes of the woman's body. Right. So I, you know, remember in Fifth Element, you know, Heidi, I went like that, and they was like, "What the?" Fuck? They said, "What?" The fuck? They was like, "What the hell?" And they started like, then the Heidi asked me to do it again, and they were like laughing. I thought, "Oh my god, they're making fun of me now." Oh my god, and then. Then I then Nina went in. I was like, Nina, please, no, I just can't take it, please, no more. <laughs> Nina. And that's what but Zach Zach took up for me that episode though. Yeah. He took up for me. He said, he, you know what? That's why I'm saying a lot of a lot of stuff that happened was really cool. It mm-hmm. was really like it was an eye opener. It was funny. I mean, I took the critique, even though they really like grilled me in a sense. Mm-hmm. I took it and I flipped it where they never seen me sweat into like when it was just me and Kimber on the stage. Right, right. And after that, I said, I don't want to be on the bottom floor. Yeah. And then the next time I was, it's time for me to go home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's so interesting. Do you, ever, do you ever see yourself in menswear? Yeah. I, actually, I, um, uh, Style, my name is Jay Bowling, who works with um, Erica Campbell and um, Michelle Williams. I made a pair of jeans for one of his clients. Mm-hmm. So I can do menswear. But I just prefer women's wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the shape of women's body. I like the different. You, you ladies come in so many different shapes and sizes. Yep. I yep. love to dress almost every shape and size. I mean, I've dressed ladies who had a fifty-one inch ass before, and people are like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "No, it just seemed big, yeah. but it's not. It's actually normal. Mm-hmm. Most naturally built ladies, not the, not the, no disrespect to the surge, but you know, <laughs> ladies who are naturally built, you know, because." Uh, Nowadays, you know, you can get a, you can get a rear end if you have one. Right. But yeah, you know, I, I like I, I love women's wear. I do. Yeah. That's so interesting because I feel like you do. You come with so much experience, and so and you know because you're. Thank you. You know there's no, but I'm thinking about how, especially on this season. You know, of course, they're using a range of sizes, and they're saying like from two to twenty-two, and women who have, yes. even if they're size two, their proportions are not. They're just are not, not like the size of a pencil, and you know they have di- exactly. Mm-hmm. They're just they're proportional to to yes, um, and they're as varied as, as we all are. I wish that but you did that. I think that one of the one of the things that's interesting about you is that I don't think you would sweat. That's what I was just thinking when you were saying no, that. I feel like if you were here, I, you wouldn't have been, you know, turned I said, around. I or... was like, dang. I told Tasha, I said, Tasha, I wish they had it like that when we did it. Because, like, I mean, I'm, I'm so, I'm used to dressing different. I've worked with plus size models before. Like, Denise Dotton is a fan of mine. She's mm-hmm. a big plus size model. I, Nadia Iverson, she's um, a plus size model. I've worked with her before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've dressed different ladies of different sizes. Even down to the reality, the love of hip hop, K yeah. Michelle's, and yeah. those different ladies, different shapes and stuff. I've dressed up. I wish that was us. The only time I had a problem was when I was dressing my mother. Hmm. And that's because she's not a super feminine woman. On top of that, I did not know my mother's bust was that big. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! <laughs> I was like, Mom. I was like, whoa. And, you, and mainly it's because, you know, the form that they gave me for my mom was not like everyone else. Interesting. It was not said. I said, now, you know what, y'all? Y'all know this is not the same shape as everybody else's effect. My, everyone else is purple. Mine is dark gray. I mean, it wasn't even a real, it wasn't even like a real body. Was it one of those, was was like, one of those adjustable ones that they kind of padded out? Everyone, everyone had adjustable ones. They had like a curve shape. Mine was like a box. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, are y'all trying to come for my mom? And you know, now I know she a little, <laughs> hmm, but she, she, my mother's morally breast and stomach, right. but it just was. I was trying to find a way to make her feel and feel feminine, mm-hmm. but yet feel badass like how she yeah. wanted to feel. Yeah. 
I told I, Laurent, said, are you making a jacket? I was like, girl, I ain't know that jacket. Because <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of like what, what you came out with, and you know, and that was, of course, also looked at that when, you know, Zach loved that outfit, if you remember. You probably do remember. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And all the positive yeah, he did, things he that they had to really say. Yeah, exactly. But, um... And then I, then I lost. And then I turned around and lost. Yeah. I was, you know what? You know what? I don't see. I try. I, I've watched this season so many different times. I love Project Roman, so even if I wasn't on the show, mm-hmm. I would watch the season regardless. Yeah. But I've watched it and I noticed like they gave us all the episodes before they actually aired on TV mm-hmm. for the reunion, and I said, "Is it me or am I shining so much personality wise?" And I almost feel like, well, why didn't I get a just do with it? Winning an actual challenge, but mm-hmm. like, I really wanted to win. I, I financially, they knew my situation, and I really want. And on top of it, I really wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't win, that hurt me so bad. I actually was crying, but I wasn't like a normal munching. I was like a hurt. I, I wasn't even making any sound, but just like hurt crying because yeah. I felt like it was a slap in my face when I didn't win. And I, I my mom, my mother, um, of course. She's not super feminine, so that's already a challenge. Right. And then she has the biggest bust of everyone. And it was a few things I felt like wasn't exactly fair, but I had to chalk it up and say it all happens for a reason mm-hmm. because the Lord allowed me to... My, me, my mother didn't know I was filming the show. She yeah. never knew I left. She didn't know anything prior to me leaving. So since then, me and my mom are so close, she actually lived across the street from me now. Really? Uh- did she yes. move across the street from you, or? or... Well, I kind of like moved me her, but <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? Um, it, it allowed me and her to really talk and understands me a lot better now mm-hmm. as her son. So we have a much better relationship. So I think that's what that episode, what is that experience? But I knew she was coming because I stepped up and said my mom was a rapper, mm-hmm. like challenge four. I said, oh, my mom is a rapper. And X, Y, and Z. And everyone eyes lit up like this. And then they were so whispering. And I said, they kept asking me, do I like her? And I'm like, why are you asking me I like my mom? I said, I love my mom. Stop asking me about my mom. And then sure enough, she came walking that door. I said, I knew it. I told Aaron. I said, Aaron, I told you our mom was coming. You don't want to listen to me, but I told you she was coming. Because they must do that. Do they feel around for everyone? You know, do they know like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna call up this this love person, but they don't this person who's in your family, but they don't tell you. Well, you know what they did. Prior to us filming the show, they had us give three ladies who were influential in our lives. That was before we started filming. Okay. We supposed to get that up. Okay. So, but I knew my mom was coming because I was altering. They let me do it. They let me do it. They actually treated me very, very nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't look, think about it. I was altering a pair of jeans in between us filming so I could put them on. And um, he came, one of the producers came and asked me, oh, um, what's the, the stuff about the mom or whatever yeah. like that? I gave him some names and I said, my mom gonna come in about two challenges. After Carnoon got eliminated, our moms was coming. I said, I said that's why they didn't go home, Carnoon, because your mom was already on, your, on her way here. Oh, wow. You were never, I said, Carnoon, you were never going home. You're from Boston. Your mother already, lived, literally the next day, his mother was there. So I'm like, oh, you wanna go home? See, we kept thinking he needed to be voted on. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying, I kept no, no, no. But, oh, oh, well, it, it could be two things. It could have been like they called everybody and they could have just sent her home, right? Oh. Right. But it just was too much of a coincidence that she come walking and smiling, and your son just got saved, right? Although I do feel like yeah. our nigga shouldn't. He shouldn't have went home. I feel like that boy was working his behind <laughs> on. We was in the room and I felt the heat from him. I said, I was, I never, I never stopped moving because right. I ain't got time. I was like, oh, it's like this. Is you okay? <laughs> Listen, you got to You got to come because we got people going. Like, you already, you already, me and her, and you don't want to, it's clear to see that you're going to be in front of us. If it was me on the stage, they would have threw me underneath the bus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. You got two people who are friends. It's going to happen. I said, you do the yeah. best job you can do. And I told him, I said, you have to defend yourself. Not saying that Aaron and Dexter are mean people because they're not. They really are cool right. individuals. 
And then I just feel like and just to so so for just kind of thinking about people who are listening who might not have remembered that because we all know the challenges because we've watched these episodes. But that was was that yes. the very first group challenge? And it was based off of a color. All of you guys were given a color, right? That was the second group that challenge. Was the, okay. That second was the group second challenge one. where you guys were all given a color. And that yes. was a challenge where Cornelius, um, Dexter, and Aaron got red. And yeah. you know, they tried to, well, well, I would say Cornelius tried to inject himself and try to say, hey, let's change this up a little bit. And that was the, the mean, that was the, the mean that twins was the, little thing. Yeah. Cornelius and Dexter, I mean, Dexter and Aaron kind of ganging up on yeah. Cornelius. So I kind of felt bad. I felt yeah. so bad. And then didn't it, it, it didn't seem as bad when we were in the workroom. Then again, I was, <laughs> hell, I was well, yeah, because you guys were all, you were de- <laughs> dealing with your beige group. <laughs> <laughs> you had your uh, own sort of own Cornelia battle, drama going so I, on. That's why. That's why I told him. I said, Cornelia, yeah. we gotta keep it moving. I think in my group there was this, uh, there was a la- in the beginning there was a lack of respect for me and what I bring to the competition, mm-hmm. and they kept overlooking me and not understanding that. I'm saying I keep telling y'all I have a company outside of this. Now I might be not not be super big, but I've accomplished a few things before I came on the show. I know what the ladies want to see. I said, don't I said let's focus on making pieces that will appeal to the lady who's walking down the street, trendy and cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Please listen to me. Yes. When they listen to me, then things started flowing a little bit more more better. Right. I think it was more so of Jenny had her moment too, but it was more of Natalia, and it was us trying to fuse. I was dumbing down my style mm-hmm. to fit in with them because the dress I actually designed was the dress I did for the Earth. No, no. I did a, what was the dress with the Marie Claire challenge where we went in the helicopter? Yeah. The dress I did for that challenge was really a rendition of what I originally designed for our group challenge with Natalia. In it. Oh. And they wasn't understand, didn't really get what I, well, at least Jenny didn't really get what I was, what I was um, trying to. Tell her, but right. I said like burlap, but I didn't really mean burlap. I meant like some type of knit. Right. And um, I just did screw it. I'm gonna make a simple Kim Kardashian inspired dress, mm-hmm. two way zipper in the back. We can belt it, and we a picture jacket over top of it. That's why when Tim came, um, he was like, "You guys look a little unsure." And I said, "I'm not unsure. I just want to see what your opinions are." Right. I was ready. I said, "Listen." <laughs> Cause I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come. I was at that point. I was over being weak and letting it. Cause he, cause you already had your, your running with him. You know, you already had your challenge. He told, I I know I have so much information. Tell y'all. Okay. (laughs) During episode, during the episode where we were, um, the first group challenge, Mm -hmm. Tim embarrassed me again. He said, we, when I was talking about my sample, right, my 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 vest, mm-hmm. he said, "Did you make the, Did you make the prototype?" And I said, "Yes." He said, "Well, I hope the actual garment looks just as good as the prototype." And I was like, "Ah!" Oh! I hear plot. I couldn't sew. Oh, so interesting. I looked, at the group, I looked at the group and said, wow. "Well, do y'all have a problem with the way that I am working within this group?" And everyone said, "No." And I'm like, "What is going on?" Yeah, I remember. So, I remember that where you're just like, "I want to make sure that you guys yeah, th- are okay with ha- what I'm doing, because bef- yeah. I don't want to go forward and have you guys talk about my, behind my back, as if I'm not." I also want you to know that I'm a team player. It just seemed like you were being yeah, very strategic. I'm like, "Listen, I'm in this, but I want to make sure that y'all like just tell me because y'all like what I'm doing. Let me know now, please, because I don't want to have to go at it." Because I was paying attention to everything that was happening around me. Right. So, right. not to say I was ready for a, a thorn in the bus, but you, I've seen these shows before. So, yeah. I had to, I, if I got to bring out the, the battle with yeah. the verbiage. And the same thing with, which I thought was really interesting about the group challenges on your seasons, because it always kind of had that dynamic where there was always one per not always, I would say with um, the second group, the blue group, um, that group that eventually mm-hmm. won that challenge, they kind of, you know, had that chemistry that magic group thing but with you guys you guys had problems at mood so it, you know remember you know cornelius <laughs> being like that what's his face like what's his face wants to do this but i want to do this other thing and you came up i remember you were like i want to use denim they're like no denim no that's just, just you know, and obviously they just kind of like shove you to the side yeah and so you had reason to be a little apprehensive and be like okay i'm worried <laughs> Them, them two together, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, y'all. I said, I said, they gave us this big budget. I said, what fabric y'all get? I said, you spending $300 a yard on this? 
Yes. Y'all, do, do, do you understand what neutral colors right? That's brown, tan, nude. Right. There's so many different colors within the neutral palette. Y'all got brick red, brick orange. Like what? Uh, yeah. Y'all didn't even get the basic colors, and they didn't realize. That, no, and when we were checking out, they didn't show this either. Jenny was sitting down on the floor, depressed. I think she realized that they didn't do good on the fabric. Yeah. Had y'all had listened to me, right. we wouldn't have had this problem. Yeah. But let's just let's just keep it moving right now because there's no point in crying. Come on, <laughs> yeah. it's too late. Y'all don't want to listen. Let's just make the best of it. When we got back to the workroom, I just couldn't believe. I felt like, what is going on? Like, mm-hmm. but then th- then we got to the thing and we did good. Right. Like, right. Definitely happy about it. I was like, I told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, well, I was just curious um, about some of the life practices that you hold to kind of keep you balanced. Like, because I know working in fashion can be so hectic. And, you know, just even as you were on the show and all that drama, and I'm sure that you experience that, you know, from day to day with other designers. Mm-hmm. So what do you do, like, on a regular basis to kind of keep you centered and grounded? Pray. I pray. Mm-hmm. I pray every morning. I pray all the time. In fact, I pray so much during filming, they had to incorporate it in the show. If you ever noticed, you never seen the Lord in, in, in sweep into this project runway the no. way it was. No. Between prayers or, or, or the fellowship. Remember the first episode, I told Tasha to pray it off because she was scared. I said, girl, you better pray it off. Keep moving. We ain't yeah. got time. The Lord got us here for a reason. We all on a mission. Yeah. Whether we want to lose, there's a reason why we're here. Yeah. And, and I think I. I kept that in screaming because I kept that in mind because during the first group challenge, I was so like, I know they kept on saying, just focus on your vest. Just focus on your vest. I was on my vest saying, Lord Jesus, just let me get through this. Like, please, Lord God, let them like the vest that I'm doing, Lord God. Let them like the vest I'm doing. Because I felt, I felt like I, I felt like I was going to be throwing the bus. Well, all my gene did was his vest. But all I did is my vest because when I asked y'all to do, do, if you know us, if you look back at the episode, Natalia said, I got this. When I was asking her, what do else do you want me to do? And she said, oh, we'll help you do your pants. The pants that was with my vest, I had to go in and fix. Because mm-hmm. it was the same pattern for Raberry pants. But somehow, my pants ended up bigger. Carnegie's in the tire sold them. And I said, yo, y'all sold this wrong. First of all, the zipper's not in good. It's not him good. I had to hand him in. I had to really fix everything. Mm-hmm. That's why when they were like, oh, Natalia said something slick, like, well, Munji, I did the pants. I'm like, no, you didn't. It was me, you, and Carlin yeah. did the pants. Yeah. I did the vest. Just don't be salty because because they like my vest more than they like the, pretty much the whole collection. Because I told y'all once again, <laughs> everything's too dark. <laughs> listen, <laughs> just, just listen. One time. <laughs> I said, everything is too dark. I said, it looks matronly and old. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even look cool. We had to spice it up. I said, I said, after we came back from our critique and we got less money, I said, listen, we got to spice it up. But then I told them, don't spice it up too much when y'all stray away from the original concert that right. we sold to them. Right. That's why all I did was add style lines into my vest, and I kept mine really, really close to what I actually presented to them. Mm-hmm. Everyone else changed it. And that's they. Yeah, I I ultimately <laughs> feel like <laughs> I kind of feel like I feel like Alex. I guess because he pitched it, mm-hmm. maybe that's why. But ultimately, his dress was ill fitting. But all he needed was a zip, a little zoop in the back, and it was still all right. I think where Barry's was a little was with Willie threw it off a lot, mm-hmm. and I think that he he was the one that had the idea for what we really did. Right, you mean just Alex. that just I. No. Or Raberry? I mean, Raberry. Really? Raberry said, let's do the Americana woman. And that's what I, all that I was really did was present it. Yeah, okay. But we actually went along with what Raberry first introduced. And then the colors. And then that's when that's when Alex played a role in that kind of stuff. That, but for the most part, it was originally, yeah. That's fascinating. That's you know, why. I, it also explains a little bit more. Because if you remember, you remember that dress, the dress that Alex made. Um, mm-hmm. Look like silver leather. Who wears that to work? I told, that is a good. That was he, a good question. I was like, I, who would wear that? I was like, who? 
<laughs> because they were they were too stuck. I said, I don't know about that hair. I don't know about them shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I said, listen, you guys are straying too far away from what we presented, guys. They didn't want to listen. I said, mm-hmm. what is going on? I'm just like, they just, I think maybe I'm just too meek or too quiet and they don't think, they don't think I know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. I don't know. I said, listen, I added my advice in there, but if you guys don't want to listen to me, I don't know what else to do. And I was like, damn, here I go once again on a, not winning. When they call, listen, I just thought I was going to do, I, I You're just reminiscing, you're I, like, man, it's every time, it's like, oh. I, cry, I stay, you know what, I ain't never cried as much in my life. I cried that night when they, when they, when they gave us, when we, when we got our first, you know, when they picked us to be in the, in the group challenge, right? Right, right. I swore Britt was going to call my name first because me and Britt was roommates. His bed was here, mine was here, and then Dexter mm. was in the other room, we, uh, in the uh, other side. But me, Dexter, and Witchcomb and uh, Rick were all roommates. So I could just swore he was going to say my gene. Yeah. And then I was going to say um, Tasha. Mm-hmm. And it was going to snowball like that. Yeah. And when he didn't call me, then when Tasha didn't call me, oh, I was heartbroken. Oh, I said, no. Me. And she, they, they, of course, you know, she was apologizing. And at that point, I was, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's a competition. But I was like, damn, y'all, y'all know y'all going to win. Like, y'all, they were... y'all got Aaron. They had Aaron. And they love Aaron, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and then they're gonna win because they yeah. love Aaron. You know so that I'm, was that yeah. was an interesting because I I just did not think that that team would win just to straight out. And I and if you remember it too, Samelia, I was I was just shocked. And I mm-hmm. think it was the Aaron effect. You know, she put out that bright bright yellow jacket, and it looked just like mm-hmm. the thing she made before, and looked just like the thing yep. she made after. But still, people were just you know, there's just something about that sparkle. <laughs> they like, but you know what? That do we? I them, that opened my eyes a lot to say that people love sparkle a lot. Oh, yeah. like, they just, you know, it did whatever shimmers and glimmers yeah. to the eyes, kind of like jewelry. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So she had that niche, and she had it good. And you know what? Ultimately, they had more color, mm-hmm. which made the collection be more brighter and more appealing to old and young. Right. Ours was just flat out dark. Yeah. I told yeah. Roberta, I said, this brocade is horrendous and I am not using it at all. <laughs> that's why my that's why you see no bouquet. Uh. <laughs> and anything I did, I said, I'm gonna take a little bit of this silver, yeah. some of that leather, yeah. and some of this, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it together because this right here is just not the bee's knees. And you know, <laughs> I, really- I could get I just, because I, I know you could go on and on because I'm just, I have so many questions, of course. Like, I, we have so many questions because okay. one of the things that I think, I'm just wondering, you know, how, how you know, you're in that situation where mm-hmm. you have a voice and they put you in a group yes. and they do this before the drama, of course, because it is, everyone has very hard, well, not hard personalities, but strong, strong personalities. Mm-hmm. And everyone yes. is um, in their own way trying not to get kicked off and want to stand out. And there's just a lot of things competing with each other. And so mm-hmm. just wondering, like, okay, would you ever do All-Stars? Like, would you put yourself back in a situation? You would? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just like start I off. think the <laughs> reason why I would do, I almost feel like it's in the cars when we do All-Stars. And I think it's because, at first, I was like, I mean, I want to do whatever can get me back out there and also to allow me to show more of my personality, my talents. Mm-hmm. But I knew I was going to, I mean, I could be wrong, but I almost felt in my heart they're going to call me for whatever time they decide to do it. Mm-hmm. They're going to call me because yeah. when I left, the way y'all seen it on TV, mm-hmm. it was longer in person. And I didn't wasn't rambling. It just happened like that. They always talking to me. They always said the production was like them. They crying. Yeah. And they didn't want to let me go, mm-hmm. but it was part of my story with the show. Interesting. It kind was like just. You, it was you, that was. You had your redemption in a way. The 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 episode before, and then mm-hmm. you kind of come back and it's sort of like on a high note. It's like, well, you know, if you remember your your tenure here, then yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, so I would. I would definitely do. I would definitely do. But I think that because you know, with this show, you don't know what to expect when you first get there. You're like, oh my god, I'm filming a T. Well, I've done T. I've done like I've been around filming and stuff like that before. But it's like, oh my god, I'm doing something I've watched on TV. I'm going to be globally 
on television, like me. This is very vulnerable, very exciting at the same time. And you know, you you kind of like clam up. Like I didn't even really bring the gun design wise. Hmm. I didn't do half the things I would. Re- if y'all really seen my design, my actual sketches versus what I put down the runway, you'd be like, damn, why he didn't do that? Why he didn't didn't he do that? That's because a lot of times I was nervous and scared. I just did, I didn't want to go home, so I didn't know really what to do. Being indecisive. Mm-hmm. I think this time around, I'm, I'm letting it all hang out. So when they call me, I'm just going to just go full force and just really show what Munji Wong can really do. Because you guys already know me now. Yeah. You know, it's either you love me, you hate me. I think I get more love. I don't think I got much hate really at all. I, don't, yeah. I, I, I can't really see that. I mean, because. No, nah, I don't think I got any hate. I don't think about it. And also, I want to know, you know, because obviously this experience has shaped you and has has been very influential. And I want to know what like what has been the most significant change that you can credit with the show and how it has benefited you in your process as a designer and and, you know, how it has you know strengthened you. Um. A lot of different opportunities are coming my way that I would never did never thought to do before. Like right now, I'm making a Christopher Paul actually hooked this up from um I forgot what season he's on. Sorry, Chris. He might have been but me and him nine. He was. You, I, I know. I know. All this, but you, I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but me and him, but he's becoming. He he found me. I, I think I might have found him, or he found me through social media, and we, we kind of exchanged numbers. And now I'm doing the denim dress for uh. One of his friends was like a drag queen. I would have never thought I'd be making a denim gown for a drag queen event. Like I didn't think I'd be doing something like that. And this is for TV. Yeah. So I didn't. I never thought that. Or like you know, like stuff, different things like that that will push me out my out my comfort zone that I never thought I would be, I would do before. Mm-hmm. Or right now doing the podcast. I mean, I never. I I've I've done small interviews like sometimes for blogs, but nothing where I have to vocally present myself mm-hmm. in front of the masses that this show really helped me with being not as shy as I used to be and it's kind of like oh you shy I'm like yeah I, I couldn't really shy up a bit and the show has helped me really open up more mm-hmm. you know and um it's been amazing I, it's so many different changes from that happened to my life since the show has stopped it I mean you know since the show has aired mm-hmm. and now we're on a new season. It's just different now. Yeah. It's like different jobs are coming, different bookings are coming. You know, the opportunities are really they're coming through in um, ways in which I didn't expect it to. You know, yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, really, really cool. So then it's it's exciting to hear that. So if you were you know put in that situation, especially with something like Project Runway, where there is like a, that second chance with All Stars which is one thing that I think makes it so interesting from the, the we call it Project Runway Prime <laughs> with the newbies. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you come back and you're used to production. You're sort of used to this, you know, pressure cooker and you come back even stronger. And, you know, I have all the designers where we, we were, we were surprised that there wasn't an all-star season between the last two seasons. Yeah. So we're waiting for you to be on, on the I can't, I can't, I, say, I can't really say, you know what? There was some, okay, what I can't, I don't even know if I can even say this. I just Probably. know, I Maybe, think there was even... something that was filmed uh-huh. while we were filming, uh-huh. but it never came out. Now, I don't know why it didn't come what? out. I don't know, or maybe it's going to actually air. I know they did film some. I almost feel like they did film something. Did you recognize anyone? While... Who was being filmed? Can you? I can't. No, I can't. Job, any job, faces, job. Any names? Well, I want my chances to be on it. You know, you know what? I I do know a few things about. I know they're filming one now, but I know they're filming one now because they've been putting stuff up. Like they've been like the production. I I follow the production crew. Mm-hmm. They've been saying prior to when we all stars, Georgina Chapman been putting up pictures outside of the studio. You know, we filmed in the studio. We didn't film in the building. Like how they kept showing that building. We did not film there. Not in person. We filmed. No, we filmed at no. We filmed at a studio. <laughs> what? Come on. Okay, all right. I oh thought y'all, God. but you know what? You wouldn't know unless you <laughs> unless you follow the you production. They don't make it be a secret. They put it up in the you know. They just say what's what it is. Okay. But for the regular fans who don't know these people, you don't know that 
you only know what you what they present. Right. Although it was still amazing, the food was when well, the food wasn't. Really, I actually got, I actually had the bad case of hiccups too oh, while no. we were filming. I actually hiccups all the time <laughs> during my um during my interviews. Did you just eat a lot I of broccoli? It might have been the broccoli. I don't know. I think it might have been nerves in general because I used to belch all the time. In fact, <laughs> during the during the during the uh the cocktail challenge, they asked me was I drunk and I was like, no, I'm not. And I was, I was like, what is going on? You look the happiest out of everyone on that cocktail challenge. I was like, yeah, I was just going what? in. What? <laughs> This <laughs> Moscow mule. I was like, this that bag. I was like, <laughs> I was, I had so much, so yo, I had so uh, much fun oh, drinking that, that drink. It was so strong and so cold. I said, watch out, it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> and we lined up and I said, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I was like, I told I was like, I told y'all, oh but this is a challenge. I said, listen, I don't know when I'm going home, but I'm dead sure to have a good time tonight. <laughs> but we said they had us sitting in that car. They had us sitting in the van for almost two hours before they had to come upstairs. Oh, that was wow. ridiculous. I said, oh, I got to use the bathroom. I, you know, the production side is very drawn out at yeah, times. But yeah. Then we had a slush. I had a slushy. They let us keep our sketch pad. That's why, you know, they tried to play me. They kind of like showed this little mush. I was like, and I wanted to just drizzle down like water. And I was like, you know what? I was I was really buzzed. But I feel like nothing was wrong. I feel like my design was uh-huh. inspired by Scaparelli, Lady Gaga. That's mm-hmm. why you noticed it was I actually had three different ones. It wasn't originally red. That was kind of the prototype. It was really in black. And yeah. it was sewn up in black. But when he came over to me, he was like, Go okay, go to bed, sweetie, okay? <laughs> My daughter, sorry. <laughs> night night. And I said, um, I was like, I said, I said, no, um, Tim, it's not supposed to be like that. He's like, it just looks like student work and it just looks like he got me good that I said, what oh, and to the point where I said, I had to say, listen, Tim. And everyone looked like, whoa, I was like, I was getting ready to get Tim good. I said, listen, I just can't take this no more. You had just got you had just got to ease up off me. <laughs> you gotta ease up off me, Tim. Come on. Man. But, that mm-hmm. is so interesting. <laughs> I thought I was going. I thought I was going home then too, because you could see my lining and her dress. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God! I was like, I, my orhole was raw. I was like, Yo, my orhole, lady. <laughs> I said my orhole raw. I was like, Oh my God! <laughs> I was so scared. And I had, I was the first. They cause they always mix up the runway um order when they reach TV. Mm-hmm. I opened the runway. So when my dress came down, how you said, that's my jeans. So I, I was like, oh, they kind of like it. But I was so glad. I said, so glad I was not on that stage. Man. Oh, my goodness. I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. If I'm on that stage, it's going down today because they're yeah. going to rip me yeah. to shreds. There was so many mistakes. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Well, wait. So, Samili, you had, yeah, you had a so, question. Yeah. I don't want to take too much more of your time, but I did want to ask, what's next for you i know you mentioned um you have some some events coming up and what are what are yes. those where people can find you okay well of course you know social media so mm-hmm. facebook instagram twitter all majin wong manjingwong.com i'm working on my new fall collection which i'm going to be presenting during philadelphia new york fashion week september 10th um i have a fashion show this saturday and um I forgot the location in Pennsylvania, but it's the flyers posted on my social media okay. and it's hosted by Ty Hunter. And it's um it's a charity benefit for the local um health center to raise um money to give out free health care. And then I'm doing a show in October with the cast of season fifteen mm-hmm. for United Way called Pride Reunited. Um and I have another uh, booking in Alabama. Um God was all white. It's it's every all the flyers are on my social media. I, I know it. I'm like all over it. the place. I'm trying to remember everything. And I also recently just got a new booking for October too, and that's with some all stars from the show. So I can't really say too much because I haven't finalized it yet. But I, I think that's going to be in a place that's in the South as well. Um, just sky is the limit. Yeah, sky really is the limit, and there's so many cool things. I mean, I, I work with Jason Sullivan for the Essence Fest. I mm-hmm. just dressed um, Maria Barco. She's the face of L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, so much. I'm trying to remember everything, but just so basically, we all I'm need blessed. to just follow you on social media. Yes, you need to follow <laughs> me on social media. 
on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which is my Gene Wong, M-A-H-G-I-N-G-W-O-N-G. Um, I, I try and post as much as possible to keep everyone embraced on what I have going on. I'm also trying to redo my um, YouTube channel so you guys mm-hmm. can kind of see some cool things and see more of my personality. And um, Yeah. That's cool. Thank you guys so much for yeah. having me. Thank you for sharing your time with us. It's been You're great. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, ladies. We're looking forward to keeping us in with everything that, that's going on. And we're just so Thank you. happy that you, you've you spent this time with us to talk to us about everything. It's so fun to meet you, finally. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, so, thank you, ladies, so much. I really, really appreciate you guys asking to be on the podcast. Um, thank you. I, they, as you know, I'm a good, I give good talk. So I have so, <laughs> many, I have so many stories that I really can share. But I think that as time progresses, it'll all come out and it's all a blessing. And I thank you guys so much for being a part of my journey because without you guys watching the show, it wouldn't even be a success. Yeah. yeah. You know, so people like you guys and the passion and love for the program is what keeps it going. So I thank you guys so much for being a part of my journey. Thank you, ladies. Yeah, of course. We are so grateful to Majing for a really fun chat. <laughs> so great. And Majing really is super busy, y'all. So as Samilia said, keep up with him on social media and we put links to social media pages in our description section so you all can keep up to date with his amazing upcoming events and i mean yeah new york fashion week is soon uh, speaking of fashion week that is still the huge future prize for the current season cast members so don't forget samili and i will be back in your feed in a couple days to take you through episode two of project runway season suite 16th And uh, no spoilers from me yet, but I'll just say Project Runway is not playing this season. Also, as a note, just to make sure you all know, you can watch episodes for free on MyLifetimeTV.com. So just making making sure everyone knows that. They also have old seasons, including Majing's season, season 15. And we encourage you to binge on that because why not? All right. So that really is it from me. Uh, Samilia and I will talk to y'all soon. And until then, bye.